Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, um, Canada topping another global list. Not sure if this is good or bad. In fact, I know it's not good. Um, listen to this. Canadian airlines and airports topped a global list for flight delays over the Canada Day long weekend. Air Canada ranked first with delays on Saturday and Sunday that affected more than 700 trips. WestJet and Swoop placed third and fourth for delays on Saturday. Toronto's Pearson Airport claimed the second spot among airports on Sunday. Montreal was sixth. Uh, Canadians, as you know, have just been dealing with this for weeks now. Delays, cancelled flights. You show up to the airport and they say, ah, sorry, that flight's not going. We'll try and get you another one in a couple of days. Baggage that ends up who knows where. I mean, right now, basically, you're hearing from a lot of people, if you don't have to fly, if it's not absolutely essential for you to fly right now, maybe don't fly. It's gotten that bad. We're going to chat now with Carl Moore, who's an associate professor of Desotel's Faculty of Management at McGill University. Um, Carl, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate your time. My pleasure. What, what's going on? I mean, if we take a look at this situation, and I know there's many different areas, I'm sure, that contribute to it, but if there's one overriding factor that has turned Canada's airline travel industry into what it is today, what would you say it is? Well, it's a fact is, during the pandemic, business was down 90%. I remember I went out a number of Saturdays uh, to, to the airport, about a 15-minute drive, and it was like ghost town. And I just parked the car in front of the terminal, leave it there, no one else was around, walk in, talk to people 15 minutes, come out. That is unheard of. Even 9-11 was not remotely as bad as this. So we have this incredibly bad time for airlines or deep, profound financial trouble. And coming out of it, the guesses were all over the map in terms yeah. of when people are going to come back. And, and uh, part of it was just what, what's COVID-19 going to do? And that's a healthcare issue that uh, they just couldn't do anything about. So they cut back too much in retrospect. But that's easy to look back and review mirror and point out what went wrong. When you look at IATA, which is the International Airline Transport Association, which is headquartered here in uh, Montreal and Geneva, they got it wrong, and they're the world's experts on it. ICAO, the International Civil Aviation Organization, the part of the UN looks after airlines, got it wrong. And the, the airlines were probably too conservative. Because what happened was just a huge pent-up demand after a couple of years to travel, to see the world, to see family. And people have kept their jobs, had money, and they had money to spend. And so, in retrospect, it was not a surprise that there's a huge demand out there. At the same time... Pilots, a lot of them are retired. Because why wait for a sure, pandemic? Yeah. You're at an age where you can retire. Flight attendants don't make a lot of money, and they could go find better jobs with less tough schedules for the same or better money. So there's been a real sh- and And the, the other big shortages of security people that work for the government at the uh, airports in Canada. 
and it's been around the world, but it's been in Canada is what we're talking about. That's been a huge additional problem as well. And I've, all, it's the perfect storm. And I've and I've and I think you're right in in terms of cutting too deep. And then I've heard some airport officials say the reason they got caught off guard is because the summer rush that they were expecting and wanted to prepare for happened way earlier, like six weeks or two months earlier than they thought that it would. So they're playing catch-up. So you're right. I think in some ways it's it was a bit of a guessing game. It was trying to read the, the, the tea leaves and see where they need to be, and they blew it, frankly. Well, it's also that, you know, tomorrow, hopefully not, but COVID-19 could come back sure. and stage seven or eight, who knows what it is now. And it's something where business would slump off again. So... They are businesses. They're there to make money for their owners. Um, you know, Air Canada has not been owned by the government since Brian Mulroney. And I saw him the other day here in Montreal. He's 83. Mm-hmm. He was a prime minister a long time ago. So, uh, you know, and WestJet is owned by uh, Jerry Schwartz, uh, a venture capitalist out of Toronto. Uh, family owns, uh, largely owns Porter. So some of their businesses and... A lot of businesses really had to cut back during the pandemic. I'm just sitting here across from the SAQ. It's the wine store in Quebec. One of them's closed. Um, a lot of businesses had to shut because, you know, for a couple of years, the demand wasn't there. And so responding to it perfectly, I'm not sure anybody did that. But the airlines, it's writ larger because we're all aware of yes. it. And most of us want to travel. Uh, and we're frustrated by this, for sure. That's the thing, and I think you make a, such an important point there. When you're talking about air travel, okay, the wine store across the street from you is closed. Okay, go to a different one. If, if, if you're an airline, you show up at the airport and you're traveling to attend a wedding or a funeral or an important business conference or whatever the case may be, a job interview, and the guy says, yeah, you know what, that flight's not going. It might be another one tomorrow or the day after. It's an entirely different category of business, is it mm-hmm. not? Oh, so yeah, and something where you look at Edmonton, you know, Montreal and Toronto are the big airports, particularly Toronto, uh, in Canada. So you can fly BA or Air France. Like, Air France has four flights a day to Paris for obvious reasons. BA flies a couple flights a day to Montreal. So you have options, but as you get to a smaller city, there would be fewer options. Yeah. You would have the big air, you know, the big uh, KLMs of the world flying into Toronto, then Montreal, and maybe Vancouver. So it means there's fewer options. So in Air Canada, and you don't have Porter, it only flies from the Island Airport in Toronto. I don't think it flies to Edmonton, but there'd be very few choices. And so there's not much you can do. There's WestJet and Air Canada, largely in Edmonton, there'd be some up going north. But it means that you really depend on two players. Yeah, largely. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So so, so where do we go from here, Carl? I mean, we're in a situation now where I think everybody admits that it's disastrous. This is catastrophic, what's happening right now. Um, what's, the, what's the fix, and how long does it take? How long does this continue, do you think? Well, I think it's going to continue for the summer. Now, July 4th is the worst day in the States for the summer. We had July 1st. Uh, so the very worst is over. And uh, the government's hiring people for security, but they got to train them. They can't just send them to the airport. Uh, pilots take a long time to train, and you want to make sure, above all, you're safe. So don't put a junior pilot sure. who's on small planes into the you know the pilot seat of a big plane. Uh, flight attendants, you can pay a bit more, and you know some people want to go travel, see the world for a couple of years, and so they, they're they're working on it. They're going to move it forward. It'll be better in the fall, partly because there'll be less demand. Yep. But they will caught up to it to a certain degree by the fall. But that's not, you know, good news for families where you go, hey, the kids are out of school. We're yeah. going, we want to go now. And the kids are back in school in September. We don't have the freedom to travel. 
So I think they'll be better in the fall, but partly because demand's down. But all the you know the airports, as well as the government, as well as the uh, airlines, will have got their acts more together by then. But it, it means it's going to be irritating to fly this summer, um, and you may have to uh, check your emails to see if your flight's canceled or do things like that. And you might go to the airport, go early. There's long lines. Um, eat your lunch at the airport rather than at home mm-hmm. and uh, take a good book and pack some patience if you can. Well, you know, that's why the good books there is that say, at least <laughs> I'm enjoying a good read to John Grisham or something. So I'm enjoying the read and just accept it's going to take hours longer than normal. But on the other hand, the end of the flight is white. Sure. It could be worse. Things. Hang in there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Carl, thanks so much for your insight. I appreciate it.